Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Or, um, I'm sorry. Uh, were you trying to mimic my blow, my bubble blowing? I felt very self-conscious that I couldn't do the same thing. <laughs> blip, 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 blip. Do you want to tell them why you were blowing bubbles? Yes, please. <laughs> so today we will be reviewing the audiobook Until the Day I Die by Emily Carpenter. Mm, you're very familiar with that name at this point, yes, probably. Probably. It's like, oh my God, will they ever do an episode not about Emily Carpenter? Maybe eventually, <laughs> but not for right now. We'll probably go back to Kimberly Bell and do <laughs> <Yeah>. her book. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the narrator of this audiobook is Jess Nahikian, Kate Orsini, and Patrick Lauer. What was his name? Lauer. Lawler. Lawler. And Patrick Lawler. The publisher is Brilliance Audio, and the audiobook release date is March 12th, 2019. Yeah, you have a little bit of time to put it on your pre-order. Get ready for it. But isn't that kind of crazy how we're recording this episode in February? Yeah. And the book doesn't come out until March 12th? I feel very thankful for Emily and Brilliance Audio for sending us this book. Yes. Thank you so much, Emily and Brilliance. Mm -hmm. We also, the duration, that's pretty long. (laughs) (laughs) Great segue. (laughs) The duration of this audiobook is 10 hours and 45 minutes. And the genre is psychological thrillers, suspense, island getaway. Seriously, get away from this island. (laughs) (laughs) I really like that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's uh, definitely an island that you don't want a vacation on. Yeah. I mean, we kind of would. I mean, I, I definitely will want to go. Yeah. Maybe I'll go to the, the one where there's no murderers. Good luck. <laughs> I feel like wherever there's a resort, there's a murderer. True. True. So for the summary, which was taken from Amazon. Amazon. If there's a healthy way to grieve, Erin Gaines hasn't found it. After her husband's sudden death, the runaway success of the tech company they built with their best friends has become overwhelming. Her nerves are frayed. She's disengaged, and her frustrated daughter, Shori, is pulling away from her. Maybe Erin's friends and family are right. Maybe a few weeks at a spa resort in the Caribbean islands is just what she needs to hit the reset button. And that's what I need. Mm-hmm. Shori is not only worried about her mother's mental state, but also for the future of her parents' company, especially when she begins to suspect that not all of Aaron's colleagues can be trusted. It seems someone is spinning an intricate web of deception, the foundation for a conspiracy that is putting everything and everyone she loves at risk. And she may be the only one who can stop it. Mm. Now, thousands of miles away in a remote and oftentimes menacing tropical jungle, Aaron is beginning to have similar fears. Things at the resort aren't exactly how the brochure described. And unless she's losing her mind, Aaron's pretty sure she wasn't sent there to recover. She was sent to disappear. Disappear, disappear, disappear. Like the best descriptions. I want to know who writes Emily's descriptions because they need to write all book descriptions. She probably writes them. Uh, something. Somebody has some good writing skill yes. when it comes to 
descriptions. Like, it's just enough of what the book is without giving away too much. Yes. Which is our main complaint of, like, smaller published books is that a lot of times they give away the higher plot. Yes, exactly. Oh, my goodness. And what kind of name is Shori? She really... Her and Perry must have really liked the beach. Like, <laughs> but she didn't. Essentially, Aaron did not want to go to this island. No, she so was she like, was like, "I don't want to see the seashore." Exactly. Oh man, goodness. But yes, so let's talk about the narration. Yes. Okay. That's why we're here. Yeah, a hundred percent. What did you think about Kate Orsini, the god? Of, of Emily Carpenter Emily books. Carpenter books. Uh, so she keeps that reputation. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. She does a fantastic job with the characters, with not making them too ridiculous. Keeps each one in a nice, uh, like sort of like pitch with their voices. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't go crazy with like male voices, and doesn't go like nuts with Antonia's voice, who I really feel could have been like pretentious little bubble poppy princess yes but she doesn't make it obnoxious Mm -hmm. all of the characters have their own personality and that's something that i can't say enough is really great about kate's reading yes i think i've said this before but the way she begins a novel Mm -hmm. she starts off with an introduction to the characters but everyone seems bored yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i kind of like it because it's like sarcasm it's like sarcasm yeah and that's what i hear a lot from her narration in the beginning and then right when you get to the middle of the book and the ending in the book it's like oh my gosh i just watched all these characters develop Mm -hmm. and it's because of her narration yeah it's really awesome how she does it it really is and it's weird because it's like a it's like the wave on a beach Mm -hmm. like talking about shores again mm-hmm. uh but like you just you get that wave that's kind of like bubbling and at first it's like oh this is just gonna be an easy boring thing like whatever yeah and that's how kate like starts every book and mm-hmm. then you get to the part where it like crests and starts like falling on itself and then you just are like swept up in the wave and you're like where the hell am i yeah exactly <laughs> i'm in a wave <laughs> and i really felt in the beginning Obviously, we know Aaron and Shori have now lost Perry, who yeah. is Aaron's husband and Shori's father. And the way Kate Orsini does her Aaron voice mm-hmm. in the beginning, it's just this sense of grief and mm-hmm. and desperation to feel better. Yeah. And she just really does a great job with Aaron. She really does. It's mm. a really fantastic job. It makes me feel... I felt stronger for Aaron, even though Aaron was the one that was like having to be sent away. I felt very early on sadness for her. Yes. And just like, this is not how this woman like saw her life going. No. Mm-mm. And you could see the relationship that her and Perry had, even even though we never met Perry at all. Yes, we never met Perry. We Even in his journals. Yeah. We didn't really get much because there is a part where... He, a couple of his journals are being read. Yeah. But we didn't get much from the journals. Mm-hmm. No. We just, we got the love between the two characters, Aaron and Perry. That's how we knew Perry. Yeah. Even though Aaron made a couple of mistakes in her kind of journey in this book, you still never forget how much she loved Perry. Yeah, exactly. And we have to talk about the new narrators that we have come in contact with through this book. Yes. Um, Jess Nahikian. Yes. 
Thank you for saying her name. Her name is spelled difficultly. <laughs> <laughs> but you got it down. Thank you. I keep saying it in my head. So Jess, as I will call you, I'm sorry, Jess. <laughs> uh, she's fantastic. Really good. I felt, and I did have this complaint. We did record a uh, Bookshoot episode for this, which will be coming out on Wednesday. But um, I mentioned this in that episode. Jess's book at one speed felt a little robotic for me, even mm-hmm. though it was wonderful and fabulous. And I loved the accent that she that she threw in there because mm-hmm. they are from Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. Um, So she went in and out of kind of a country accent every now and again. I felt like it was, I don't know, it was just a very soft accent. It wasn't overly done mm-hmm. and it wasn't distracting. Yeah. Which was wonderful. Um, But I still felt at one speed she was rather robotic and the book was going like pretty slow mm-hmm. through Shori's yes. point of view. Some parts I was just like, oh, I don't really want to be with Shori right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because I don't have an interest in when there's a powerful like female character, like a, an adult female character, mm-hmm. and then they have a daughter. I'm like, sometimes I always lean towards the mother. Yes. And I don't really like the the college kid or the daughter. Yeah that that perspective too much yeah i totally feel that um but taking her up to like 1.4 1.5 it eliminated that mm-hmm. robotic sound and it sped up the book like just enough to where it was i was able to finish it in like really thinking about it like two and a half days yeah 10 hours and 45 minutes mm-hmm. it was phenomenal phenomenal like once you start listening to it you can't stop mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the we we did touch on this on the book tube but there are a couple moments where jess had to probably re-record a couple of things yeah 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 so that was that wasn't as distracting before when we started off audio shelf we were picking up on things like that and talking about them and saying well this recording and this mistake But ever since we've grown and developed and recorded a book of our own, Mm -hmm. we've realized audio narration is very difficult. Yeah. (laughs) Especially when this book has not come out yet. So who knows? Correct. Changes probably, you know, were made throughout the publishing process. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we respect that the changes needed to be made, but we heard like three or four of them and it didn't take us out of the book at all. It was just something that we could notice and hear. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Another, another, the, the other narrator, mm-hmm. Patrick Lawler. Yeah. Who we heard nothing from until the end. Literally. But it was so perfect. Yeah. His voice, whoever, I mean, they had to have known this is the guy we want for this role. Yeah. Because they set up the epilogue so perfectly. Oh my God. And he, the way Patrick read, I was like, this is how I imagine someone on this time, this island or this uh-huh. area yeah. of where this character went, this is how I imagine them to speak mm-hmm. this day and age, like right ta- right now, this present time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Perfect. It was amazing. And I really liked his voice a lot, even though that was the first time we've ever heard it. And he came in for only just a brief bit. I feel like he added something to the character that I'm not going to say who he was narrating. You didn't know you wanted yeah. You didn't know you wanted this from this character. Yeah. I was hoping that it would be somebody else, but then I was like, nope, that character's definitely not there. Yeah. 
it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of the best epilogues I've ever read in a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just like, oh my goodness, this can lead to other books. Yes. Like, is, are we going to get a sequel to this book? I don't know. What if it's Until the Day I Live? Mm, That's too close. To that, would be a, that would be a choice. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe Choices. it's one that Emily likes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe it'll get us a thank you in the book. Emily, can you just like name a character after Brad and then like kill that character? <laughs> His dreams would be realized. Yes. <laughs> uh, so so do, do you feel like you got a good idea of the world that we were in, the island, and then also like when, when Shori went to school? Because mm-hmm. we were at a college campus for a little bit. Um, yes. Could you see I that? I literally was imagining myself on the beach mm-hmm. the entire time I was reading this. Yeah. And just watching these people get chased (laughs) yes like you're sitting there with like a margarita and you're like on a beach chair and you're just seeing people go by you getting chased like like, ooh, what kind of of scandal they're in (laughs) Mm, me my my tie yeah like nobody's bugging you you're just there happy watching the drama i'm here to recover from my alcoholism with my my tie dark (laughs) (laughs) is it a virgin my (laughs) tie that is option one that is. Mm-hmm. That is. Or no, option two. It was what, option two. What option would you be in? So, oh, oh so oh, yeah. um, really quick, there are like three different parts to this restoration, quote unquote, place, mm-hmm. facility. Um, there's Lelu Le- one, one, Lelu two, Lelu two, and Lelu three. three. And one is the full one, like recovery. Yeah, like island. you're actually recovering. Yes, yeah, so you're actually recovering from the drugs you're doing. <laughs> Two is party island. What's up? Anything yeah. you want to do within legal limits. Yeah. And, and then three, three murder. <laughs> <laughs> three gets real dark. It's like survival mm-hmm. island. Yes, definitely. But I would be on Lelu too in oh, a heartbeat. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, that's really the only option for us. Exactly. We have no addictions except for TV and movies. Why? Oh my God, I cannot wait for this book to come out so we can actually discuss this on air. Yeah. But yeah. I just have thoughts. But we can't give spoilers because we, we're a spoiler no. free. Mm-hmm. We yeah. don't want to ruin the book before it comes no. out. No, we can't. We that's, can't. That's sinful. You have to pick it up and you have to listen to it or read it. Do whatever you got to do to get this book. Oh my god, it's so good. There was a moment in the college town that mm-hmm. Shori was in where she was meeting the one guy, uh, Reese, mm-hmm. and she was at the food truck and she threw the napkin. I could visualize that perfectly. Yes. Like I, I could see that. And I, I exactly know where you, you're at. Yeah. Oh my god. It was that was the part of the book that I was like Okay, I'm definitely in love with this novel. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that even though Emily didn't have to break down where everything was, that I could just see it and like smell it, like smell the food that was coming from yep. the truck. That's what they say the, at writing school is smell. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, they say they say, don't tell us, show us. Mm. And that's what Emily was doing. Yeah, I definitely saw it. It was great. Mm. So any problems with the duration? I mean, 10 hours and 45 minutes is a long chunk of time. It's long, but 
I have to say that I enjoy being in the world that Emily creates. Mm -hmm. And so I don't have a problem with it because what you can always do is speed it up. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, if you have that option, I mean, definitely. We usually listen to things at 1.5, which takes it down to what, seven hours or something? Mm -hmm. Um, So how did you use to speed it up? Because when we got the we got the disc. Mm-hmm. from Emily. She sent yeah. us the copy of the audiobook. And when I put it on my iTunes, it wouldn't go as an audiobook. It, can, it would go as music and I could not speed it up. Hmm. So I had one speed the entire 10 hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> You're a champ. <laughs> <laughs> but you still loved it. I did. I did. I finished it in about four days. Yeah. And I loved it. It was just perfect commute ride. Yeah. Perfect chore doing. Yes. Perfect sitting outside in the, in the snow and then the rain and then the hot. Well, Maryland. That's Maryland weather. Yeah. So. Um, I use smart audiobook player. So oh. Sean put it on his computer on like Wednesday. Okay. Um, Which I knew you were already finished it. So I was mm-hmm. like, mm, well, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't send it to him now. Exactly. He's done. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> um, So he put it on on Wednesday and then sent it to me over our like server thing that we mm-hmm. have in the apartment. And then I use smart audiobook player to play it. Nice. It speed it up through there. That's awesome. Mm, perfect. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to do about this book? Are we going to shelf it or shove it? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to shelf it. Yes. This is going to be on our shelf for a long time. I just cannot get over the fact that this is Emily's fourth book. Like, I feel like this is like... God, she's, I can't wait to interview her. Like, I can't. Oh, my God. Wait. Like, we're going to have to, like, stalk her more than we already do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And just get some really good questions that we always want to know. Yes, we really do. And I, Kimberly Bell and Emily Carpenter already agreed that we're going to have a girls and one gay trip. (laughs) 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 To the Lailu. Oh. Part two. Just part two. Mm-hmm. Okay. They said, yeah, we're down. Let's, let's, let's do it. Just do part two. Let's do it. And I said, let's do a girl's trip. If a woman comes out named Antonia, I'm leaving. Girl, I'll be like, yo, Antonia, you got problems. I'm gone. I'm gone if there's an Antonia mm-hmm. or a lock or a new budget app. Oh, my God. I'm outie. This makes me want to delete all of my personal banking right? account like apps like right? Venmo and, and PayPal and and Mint and all those other ones. I want to delete them all. I mean, Venmo is just a place where you write in the description eggplants. Yes, eggplants. For everything. To make sure people think you're paying for sex. Yeah. And now all of a sudden we're going to like delete it because we might be sent to an island for yes. drunk people. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Yay. <laughs> Oh man. Oh, what a good book. It's so good. Mm. And we're definitely going to shelf it. Yes. If you would like to stay up to date, watch our newest BookTube episode on this. You can hit all of our social medias. Our Twitter is at AudioShelf Me. Our Facebook is at AudioShelf. Our Instagram is AudioShelf underscore podcast. And our BookTube is just search in the YouTube search bar for audio shelf yes we have to have like i think a thousand followers in order to be able to get a unique url 
Really? Yeah. So we can't get youtube.com slash audio shelf yet. Oh, devil. Yeah. Hmm. So please subscribe to us so that we can get that crowning achievement. And you can stay up to date with all of our episodes. They're a lot of fun and we love putting them out. Yes. And we also want to give a huge thank you to our patron, Mm -hmm. Jamie, for always supporting us and Helping us grow. Yes. So thank you so much, Jamie. We really, really appreciate it. And if you would like to become a patron and have thank you shout outs and get content before everybody else, you can go to our Patreon by searching um, Audio Shelf Patreon and signing up. You can do the dollar tier or you can do the $50 tier. It's really up to you. Um, We are just thankful for your listening. Mm-hmm. And if you would like two free audiobooks for the price of free, mm-hmm. so that is two Emily Carpenter books. Yes. You can go on her website at audioshelf.me and click on the Audible affiliate link to download the 30-day free trial of Audible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can cancel right mm-hmm. afterwards. Yep. Cancel. Get the books. You keep them. They're yours forever. And then yep. cancel. Yep. Yeah. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Amazon probably doesn't want us t- telling them that. Well, I mean, then they shouldn't do it. let's be real let's be real (laughs) (laughs) come on audible come on amazon audible (laughs) all right all right until next time Bye. bye this has been audio shelf where we release new episodes every monday if you want to stay updated listen to previous episodes or suggest audiobooks for us to feature visit us at audioshelf.me we are brad and Brittany. thank you for listening 